Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Dr. Andrew Fix back here for another episode on the code. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Really appreciate your time hopping on here. And um, if you've listened to other episodes, thank you for coming back. If this is your first one, thank you for hopping on. And um, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it, what questions that come to mind. Uh, I'm kind of excited about this episode. I'll try not to get on too big of a rant and keep this fairly focused. But um, let me lay out the context here of uh, you know what we're going to be talking about as far as the knees go. And this question of, are deep squats bad? For your knees or for my knees or anyone else are deep squats bad for your knees and to give a little bit of context myself and a couple colleagues uh here at physio room chris o'neill and ali nelson we just participated in a continuing education course this past weekend um shout out to ice physio um and uh it was a great course the course was titled clinical management of the fitness athlete and um, fitness athlete, right? This was talking about how do we work with people who are pushing their bodies in a functional fitness environment, whether that be CrossFit, whether that be some other type of functional fitness gym or space, um, people that are doing things like back squats, front squats, overhead presses, pull-ups, um, cleans, deadlifts, um, maybe even snatch movements, right? How do we assess these things? How do we correct things that we're finding? And uh, one of the topics that we spent the most time on is the topic of doing squats in any way, shape, or form, whether that's a back squat where the barbell is on your back, whether it's a front squat where the barbell is in the front, a goblet squat where you're holding some sort of a weight in front of you, like a kettlebell or a uh, or a dumbbell or anything else, or just doing squats with no weight, right? Just getting up off of a chair, off of the toilet, whatever that might be. And... Um, One of the major, I think, misconceptions out there, and we'll just lead off with this, is that doing squats, particularly deep squats, are bad for your knees. And um, first off, I'll tell you guys that that, it's simply not what the facts say, what the research says. That is what a lot of people say. And sometimes these people are very well-respected individuals. These might be professors or instructors. These might be physicians. These might be other physical therapists. not our team here at Physio Room, but there might be other physical therapists that um, communicate to their clients that they don't want them to do squats past 90 degrees. They don't want them to do deep squats. And um, and then the other topic we'll maybe get into a little bit is there might be conversations happening out there where when we do a squat, we don't want the knees to go past the point of the toes. We don't want the knees to go past the feet. And um, though though we know both those things are not true from what the literature says, Uh, Not everyone knows what that literature says. And that's kind of what I want to share with you guys today is what does the actual health-related movement and exercise-related research say when it comes to doing squats deeply past the degree of 90 degrees at the knee? And what does it say in regards to not letting your knees go past your toes 
when you squat? Because these are the two most common things that we hear from people is that I've been told that I shouldn't squat deep and I've been told that that's bad for my knees or I'm bone on bone or something like that. And that I've been told I should not be squatting with my knees going past my toes in a forward direction uh, because that is going to be bad for my knees. So uh, first off, when we're when someone's doing a squat from a points of performance standpoint, before we get into that research, what are we looking for? Uh, we're looking for your stance to be approximately shoulder width apart, zero to 10 degrees of your foot turned out, right? And that depends on how your hip is kind of positioned, what your body's natural alignment is like. We want your spine to be neutral and braced. We want some engagement and some stability there. We want your foot to have your weight balanced through the midfoot where your laces on your shoe would be not all back in your heels, not all forward on your toes. Um, when you start to descend, when you start to go down into the squat, we want your hips and your knees to move at the same time. Not one versus the other, not one way before the other. We want you to squat, you know, synergistically between the hips and knees. Ideally, we want your hip to get below the knees when you're doing a correct squat. We want your knees to track in line with your toes from a side to side standpoint, meaning we don't want your knee way outside of your foot. We don't want your knee diving inward, crashing way in. And we want your head and neck in a neutral position with the rest of your spine. So you're kind of gazing forward. You're not cranking your head up. You're not staring down at the floor. You're somewhere in between. And we don't always see people doing that with their, their squats, right? We see a lot of things that we want to correct. And uh, we won't get into too much of that on this episode. That would be something that if you have individual questions about really correcting and dialing in your squat form, man, let us know. Please shoot me a message. My email and everything's in there in the show notes. And uh, we can get into that fixing whether you have like an ankle mobility issue or stability problem at your hip or a mobility problem at your hip, strength issue, whatever that might be. We'll help you figure that out and dial in how your squat should look. But let's talk about what the science says. That's really what this uh, what this conversation is about. And these are things like straight from the research, you guys. Okay, so first off, are deep squats safe? Yes, squatting deeply is safe. And in fact, it is protective against injuries and problems with the lower extremity. Okay, so this is a quote straight out of the research. Deep squats do not contribute to increased risk of injury to passive tissues. So at the end of the day, as we continue to strengthen and do things through a full range of motion that our body has capacity to move through, and we get strong in that range of motion, that's protective to us injuring things, injuring passive tissues, such as meniscus, such as ligaments, um, things that are, that are not the muscles, right? That's what we're talking about. Um, another quote directly out of the conclusions of some of these knee squatting research articles, the deep squat presents an effective training exercise for protection against injuries and strengthening of lower extremity. Um, a lot of these come out of a 2013 study, but you got to remember guys, squats have been in, been being studied for so many years. So even though this article is 10 years old, as of the time we're recording this episode, that's not outdated when it comes to exercise because people have been doing squats for hundreds and hundreds of years. So you just got to remember that. One of the reasons that people say we should not squat deep is because it puts too much pressure on the knees, right? Well, is that true or is that not true? What the research would suggest is that when it comes to the patella, the kneecap, the point in your squat at which the compressive forces on that kneecap are the highest is at 90 degrees, right? And one thing that we know is the bottom of the squat 
is the most challenging point, right? So let's put those two things together. If 90 degrees or between 80 and 100 is the point in depth of the squat, angle of the knee, where the compression on the kneecap is the greatest, and we know the bottom of the squat is the hardest position, would it be smart to stop your squat at that point? If you're using a challenging weight or not, would it be smart to stop your squat at the hardest point, the bottom, where the pressure on the kneecap is the highest? I would advocate for probably not. So what the way that the knee works from a mechanical standpoint in the wrapping of like the quad, the patellar tendon and things over the front of the knee, as that femur, your thigh bone and your tibia work together in the joint, what we call arthrokinematics, as you get deeper past 90 degrees, the compression force on the kneecap actually decreases. And then when you go to stand back up, again, that 90 degree at the knee point roughly is where the compression is the highest. So just food for thought, right? Squatting 290 degrees puts you right to the point where the compression on the kneecap is the strongest. So I would advocate for if you have the ability to squat deeper, I would recommend doing that. And then when you have the ability or have the need to get in and out of or up and down off of low seats, low chairs, it's going to be easier when you do that, quite frankly. Um, sometimes people are afraid of ligaments in our knee being damaged by squatting deeply. Things like the ACL, things like the PCL. When what I just told you before is squatting through a full range of motion is protective over these passive forces, these things that aren't creating the movement, but they're just helping to stabilize the knee. As you squat deeper past 90 degrees, what the literature suggests is that the force in the tug on those ligaments does not increase the farther you go down into your squat. They looked at studies with professional weightlifters, people that are squatting deep, people that are lifting heavy amounts of weight. And basically what doing studies and uh, imaging shows in those individuals, when we look at those tissues in their knee, the ACL, the PCL, is that the cross-sectional area of those things is actually greater. Basically, if you extrapolate that, what that means is by them continuing to train, squat through full range of motion, use their knee in that fashion, it helps to build stronger ligaments. It helps to make those tissues adapt and change in a positive way, the same way our muscles would adapt and change when we, when we train. Um, it helps them get stronger and be more protective. The same thing is shown to, uh, you know, when we do things very frequently or, or at a greater intensity. So like, again, there were some studies done at the U.S. Olympic Training Center on weightlifters. And what they found was people that were squatting often, 10 training sessions per week, people that are pushing their bodies did not experience higher rates of injury. In fact, they had lower rates of injury than individuals that were playing basketball, running track and field, or doing gymnastics. There was a four-year analysis of over 1,100 weightlifters found no injuries requiring surgery or hospitalization. So at the end of the day, weightlifting is extremely safe. Doing squats is extremely safe for your knees. There are many other risky things that you could do. And quite frankly, we all inherently accept risk every single day. We go walk outside, we drive cars, we hop on airplanes. Like we're doing things that have risk to our body. Um, if you want to protect your knees for as many years as possible, boy, do you want to get them stronger? That's what the research would indicate. 
Let's talk about cartilage because this is one that comes up a lot. My doc says that I am bone on bone and that I cannot squat. First of all, if your knee is bone on bone, that does not necessarily mean you have pain. That does not necessarily mean that your knee cannot move through full range of motion. I had a mid 30 year old client come in the office last week. He told me that his physician said to him that he was bone on bone. What I loved is this is not always what happens. That physician told him, you do, since you do not have pain, I want you to keep functioning and operating as normally able. And I was so happy because that's not always what happens. A lot of times we treat images rather than treating people, uh, not, not myself in particular, not our team at Physio Room, but just in the medical system as a whole. A lot of times we treat images, we don't treat humans. And that is not the way that we should be operating. Images don't always correlate with symptoms. In this gentleman's instance, his x-ray says that he has minimal cartilage left in his knee, but he has no knee pain. He has never once complained of knee pain when he's been here in the office. We've been treating him for other things. He just happened to get um, some imaging done. And because he had a, a prior injury, a prior ACL repair. So he was sort of getting a recap or review of that. And they noticed on there, hey, your cartilage is worn down. Um, but let me talk to you about that individual. He is somebody who, generally speaking, does not resistance train very much. He doesn't resistance train at a high intensity. He uh, That's something we're working on changing. Okay. So what the squat literature would suggest is increased loading leads to positive anabolic adaptations and are protective against degenerative changes. What they found when they examined the knees of these weightlifters again at the U.S. Olympic Training Center, based off of MRIs, knee joints of professional weightlifters possess significant, significantly higher cartilage thickness for the same patella contact area compared to other people, compared to controls, control participants who are not doing this, this weight training. Um, so cartilage thickness actually can increase when we challenge it, when we put load into it, pretty much any tissue in our body, you guys, you know, this with muscles to be true. When we load things, they adapt and they change. They get stronger. Um, we slightly deform muscles. We slightly break them down and then they rebuild stronger. The same thing happens to our cartilage, which is pretty darn cool because we need to be able to move through full range of motion. And the more that we keep ourselves strong, the more functional we're going to be into the later years of our life. Okay. So we talked about, you know, squatting deep is actually safe for us. It's beneficial. And I want to now talk to you about the knees over toes piece, because to give you a little bit of context years ago, one of the reasons why we, uh, we tried to start informing people, Hey, don't squat with your knees going past in a forward direction, your toes was because we were trying to protect people's knees, right? Like we weren't trying to just spread misinformation. We were trying to protect people's knees. And there were some studies that showed if you don't let the knee travel forward past the toes, overall, not just on the patella, not just on the kneecap, but overall, the stress on the knee did decrease. And again, here's a study I'll reference that did show that restricted squat, meaning not letting the knees travel past the toes compared to letting the knee travel forward past the toes did decrease overall knee forces by 22%. Okay. So keep that in mind. However, they also looked at 
what was the impact on the hip and on the pelvis and on the lower back when restricting the squat, not letting the knees go past the toes. This incre- this resulted in an increased hip torque of one thousand and seventy percent, and increased torso inclination. Meaning you had to forward the participants had to forward lean their trunk, their torso more to not let their knees go as far forward. As a byproduct of that, what happens is you put more stress on the lower back. You put more sheer load on the lower back because the gravity uh, force on that barbell is trying to push you forward. We're talking about a back squat here. Um, So overall, you decrease the stress on the knee, but you increase the load on the lower back and the hip and pelvis. Ultimately, the conclusion they came to was this. Appropriate loading of all joints involved may require the knees to move past the toes in the squat. So basically what we're getting at is what would you prefer? Would you prefer to squat and not let your knees go past your toes to save you a 22% strain on the knee? And I don't mean strain in a bad way. I just mean loading. If the trade-off for that is you're increasing the demand and the stress on the hip by 1,070%, I don't think I would, you guys. That doesn't seem like a fair trade to me. If someone says, I'm going to give you $22 and in return, you have to give me $1,070 from your other bank account. Does that seem like a fair trade? Absolutely not. Like that's not how interest works. I don't think the, the juice is worth the squeeze in this sort of a situation. I do understand that we're, we did find that we're decreasing stress on the knee, but if that means we're increasing stress somewhere else by over 1000%, that's not a fair trade-off to me. That, that's not longevity for the body. I would rather load things evenly and proportionally um, so that we can have the highest amount of longevity possible when we're trying to exercise and do things. So um, my advocating to you is work with a professional, whether that's a really good trainer, a really good physical therapist, really good coach, somebody who can help you dial in your stance dial in your setup and your technique for doing a squat. And when you're squatting correctly, squat through as full of a range of motion as you can maintain proper mechanics, proper form, proper stabilization. And by doing so, reap the benefits of strengthening your cartilage, strengthening your ligaments, getting strong through full range of motion, because that's going to be protective against your body, against your joints and tissues breaking down so that you're able to do the things that you want to do, whether that's training, whether that's playing with your children or grandchildren, whether that's hiking 14ers out here in Colorado, whatever that might be. If you have questions about squatting deep, about knees over toes, about anything relating to squats, I want you to let us know. I want you to reach out to us, use my contact information, reach out to our team, and uh, I want to talk about those things. And what I, what we're not going to do is just say, hey, no, you're wrong. This is the way to do it. What I want to do is understand. I want to, I want to hear the questions that you have. We want to understand why the thoughts and beliefs are what they are. Like, how have you learned the way that you've learned so we can get a better understanding of where you are coming from? And then let's have a conversation and let's discuss those things and talk about what scenario is unique to you and appropriate for you. Because not everybody moves and uh, functions exactly the same way. So again, those of you that tuned in to listen, I really appreciate your time on this episode. Um, Man, I love spending time with you here on The Code. I get really passionate and worked up about a topic like this, like you probably can see. 
But um, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for tuning in. And hopefully we catch you on another episode of The Code in the future. If you've not already done so, we would love you to leave us a review. The reviews are what help us get this show out to more and more people and help us be able to carry this conversation forward uh, to more eyes and ears. So uh, whatever podcast platform you decide to listen on, please go drop us a review on there. We really appreciate it. And thank you so much in advance. And we'll catch you next time on another episode of The Code. Hey guys, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room here. Thanks again for tuning in to listen to us on The Code. Really appreciate your time. And for that, I want to share a special offer from Physio Room extended to you guys. So if you want to have an opportunity to work with us at Physio Room for any fitness, performance rehab, pain relief, whatever that might be, when you reach out to us to schedule your appointment in person or virtual, we're going to offer you 20% off for being a code listener. So just be sure to mention that you heard about it on the podcast, and we will make sure to extend that offer to you. We look forward to working with you. Thank you so much, guys.